This is Alicia Free, a badass belly dancer, musician, and real food enthusiast, here to help you feel a little lighter. Each show will dive into music that makes us want to dance. We'll share secrets of looking smoking hot in costume and everyday life. We'll dote on delicious whole food that makes us glow. And I'll throw in a damn sexy dance move you can try at home. It's the gold episode. Let's start with a reflection and ritual that just might light up your life. Danceable Ritual The Golden Touch Think of a dance move that makes you feel really good. It might even make you giggle. You might remember the first time that you did this move well because it felt different. It might be a move in a choreography that you always look forward to, where you connect with the audience, or you just love the way it feels. You know you look good doing it. It might be a move that you do intuitively when the music picks up and your energy goes up. The choo-choo shimmy is my feel-good move. I honestly can't even do it without smiling. Now, if you're struggling to come up with a move, scan through your body. Do you like to do moves with your head or your eyes, your shoulders, your arms, your hands, your chest, your belly, your hips, or your legs? If the move still doesn't come to you, pause this and put on a song that you love to dance to and go for it. I bet that move will show up. When we change our physiology, the way we're holding or moving our body, it changes our mood. It changes our perspective. Emotions can be sped up and moved through or slowed down and savored when we consciously bring our body into the equation. Dancing is done all over the world because it prolongs the experience of joy, of love, of connection. Dancing is a way of slowing down time, like being on the dance floor at your wedding. It's also a way to speed up time when you're doing work and you're cold and you want the job to get done. This danceable ritual the golden touch actually begins with anger. Anger is useful. It helps us realize our standards and values better and what unique gifts we have that we are not sharing in a way that is working. And anger sucks when it sticks around too long and consumes our thoughts and our energy and distracts us from what's really important in our lives. I guarantee being angry is not really what you find as important. Many researchers now say that the time between stimulus and response and the release of an emotion like anger is actually 90 seconds. It's not a bad day, it's not a bad week or a bad year, but a bad minute and a half. Something stimulates the anger, nothing makes us angry, it it comes from inside of us, right? It flows through us for 90 seconds and then we have the opportunity to let go of the anger Observe what we learn from it and move back to what Tony Robbins calls a beautiful state. It is possible to move back to the beautiful state after that 90 seconds of anger is gone. The goal is to spend as much time in this beautiful state as possible. Then that goal has a serious ripple effect because your state has an impact on the state of other people. When you're funky, other people are going to be funky when they meet you and take on your pain body. And I'm going to go back to that statement that nothing else makes us angry, quote unquote. It's actually a story we make up. Anger comes from inside of us, not outside of us. No one forces us to be angry. People may do things that, you know, then we respond with anger toward, but they're not forcing us to be angry. And when anger lingers within us, it can be from a lack of training, a lack of awareness, and a lack of lightness. Some people encounter a situation that would make them angry, and then other people don't get angry. So there you go. 
Same situation, different reactions. It's not that thing making us angry. When we do get pissed off in life, something happens, like there's a piece of trash in the yard or there's pee on the toilet seat. Let's try to do a danceable ritual and turn this emotion, this occurrence into gold. Anger is something we can hold on to so tightly. People actually identify with their own anger. It's amazing. So let's loosen it up a little bit more with Pema children because this might be a hard danceable ritual. Pema teaches about the three main poisons, passion, aggression, and ignorance. Passion is a negative emotion in this context involving craving, needing to have something. This is different than being committed to something. Aggression means irritation, rage, hatred, Anything else that's in that negative category of emotion where you want something to be pushed away from you. Ignorance means denial. Pema demonstrates these three poisons with the example of sitting at the Grand Canyon. Now, if you're sitting at the Grand Canyon and passion is your poison, all you can think about is that piece of chocolate cake or something else that you are fixated on and you miss out on the vast beauty right in front of you. If aggression is your poison, all you hear are the angry words someone said 10 years ago. They probably forgot. If ignorance is your poison, you're sitting at the edge of this gorgeous canyon with a paper bag over your head and you can't see a damn thing. All three of these poisons can capture us completely so that we do not even perceive what is right in front of us. This is what Pema teaches. I'll put a link to the full description of this teaching in the show notes in case you want to read more. Pema is really tapped into how our minds work and she's just so down to earth. I love learning about anger from Pema. Because she's real. She gets angry, you know? So aggression is the poison we sip when we find something that we need to clean up again and again. There may also be ignorance there because sometimes we're part of creating what it is making us angry and we can't even see it. Maybe this thing keeps being dirty because we haven't set up the space in a way that makes it easy for people to keep it clean. Take a deep breath and close your eyes. Think about a time when you recently got miffed when you had to touch something that you didn't want to touch or that you didn't want to be where it was. Start with something small that you haven't created a big story around. Just start with some minor irritation in life, like picking up a stranger's used tissue or stuffing that unruly piece of hair back into place each time you look in a mirror. Take a step out of yourself and see what you look like when you encounter this irritation. An example from me, I'm envisioning myself looking at a tofu container from the grocery store that my husband just placed on my clean cutting board. I see myself grab the container and take it off the cutting board, looking at the man I love and shooting daggers at him from my eyes. How dare he put a potentially dirty thing on my clean cutting board again? It's kind of funny how much it really bugs me. So such a silly thing to spend my energy on. I'm telling you now. I'm done with getting funky about this. I'm bringing in the danceable ritual of the golden touch. I'm doing my feel-good move, and he's smiling back at me, and I'm smiling back at him. I'm changing this. That container goes on my cutting board. I choo-choo shimmy. He looks over. What the heck is she doing? I smile back. I feel good. It's fine. So what is this thing that irritates you? Envision yourself encountering it. Not through your eyes, but from outside of your body. Can you see yourself in the situation? Can you see your posture and your face? Take another deep breath and smile softly. Is this irritation worthy of distracting us from all of the good things happening in the world? Is it worthy of our energy? 
Now picture yourself smiling softly and dancing your feel-good move. If you can actually do your feel-good move where you are right now, do it. Now see yourself touching that thing and smiling. You have just turned it to gold. And you can keep doing this again and again. Minor irritation is a gift. It gives us the opportunity to practice moving through anger so that when the big things come in life, we are ready to approach them powerfully. We can dance through anger. We can shimmy it off and return more quickly to a beautiful state. As Rumi said, dance when you're broken open. Dance if you've torn the bandage off. Dance in the middle of the fighting. Dance in your blood. Dance when you're perfectly free. As a side note, Midas of the tale the Midas touch supposedly lived in what is modern-day Turkey. He was granted the power to turn everything he touched to gold. And then he realized that didn't work so well because he couldn't touch food or the people he loved. The moral of the story is actually about greed. It's not about having the power to make everything gold. Regardless, this gift given to Midas became a hardship and helped him hopefully figure out what was important to him. I hope this danceable ritual of the golden touch helps you see what is important to you. And knowing your feel-good move is really valuable. You can do this if you're nervous before you perform or if you're feeling low energy and it's time to dance. Having your feel-good move ready to go for when you need it is a great practice. If you have a danceable ritual you want to share, please visit aliciafree.com, that's A-L-I-C-I-A, free, F-R-E-E, and click on the Facebook icon and post your ritual. We want to see who you are and what makes you want to dance. And if you tried one of these danceable rituals, tell us how it went. Go to aliciafree.com, click on that Facebook icon, and post. Now it's time for some music. Danceable song. Due to my confusion with fuzzy copyright laws, I am unfortunately not going to include clips of the featured songs here on the podcast unless I get permission from the artists. The featured songs will always be available on Spotify on my Belly Dance Body and Soul playlist. Crave You. Crave You is a song by a group called Flight Facilities. Similar to Beats Antique, they mix live music with electronica and often feature singers who are not in the group. They don't focus on belly danceable music like Beats Antique does. This song features a singer named Giselle who has a lovely young voice. The really fun version of this song to dance to is remixed by DJs called Adventure Club. And my favorite lyric in this song is, I walked into the room dripping in gold, which is why it's part of the gold episode. Here's a little disclaimer. If you are a burner, meaning someone who goes to Burning Man, and you hate dubstep, just open your mind for a moment and think about the song rather than dismissing the whole genre. I think it's actually a good practice for all of us to listen to the song before judging it by a genre. At least hear the intro. And if you only belly dance to the top 40 belly dance songs, you might want to reflect on why. Are you worried about someone else judging your song choice? Are you not exploring the world of amazing music as much as you could be? When I choose dance songs, it's because of three things. One, the song just makes me want to dance. Two, I want to hear the song over and over again and get to know it really well. And three, the audience will most likely enjoy the song when I dance to it. Audiences remember the parts of a belly dance show where a dancer does something different. 
where there's a mini break from beautiful Arabic music and we all get transported somewhere else for a moment. I feel the same way about shows where there's a lot of electronic music performances. I love it when somebody busts out something folkloric with a loud mizmar or some serious oud action. There's a lot of great dubstep for belly dancing. The elements of dubstep, like the occasional vocals and the sub-bass notes, the sonic effects, the wobble bass, those elements I think are really good for belly dance. So the occasional vocals inspire costumes. They're often in English, so dancers like myself can understand them. And the occasional vocals also cue the audience about the mood of the song. And these sub-bass notes give us the chance to do really earthy moves. And the sonic effects call for these big and expansive moves. So there's this wonderful contrast. And the wobble bass is like a drum. I'm also a big reggae fan, so hearing syncopated rhythms makes me happy. Back to this song, Crave You. The lyrics of this song, like so many songs, are about craving someone. It's very high school, which is a fun part of life to reflect back on. Uh, Here are some of the lyrics. Why can't you want me like the other boys do? They stare at me while I stare at you. Rehearsed steps on an empty stage. That boy's got my heart in a silver cage. Why can't you want me like the other boys do? They stare at me while I crave you. Follow my playlist, listen for free, and dancing will become even easier with hundreds of diverse belly danceable songs, all curated for you and all on one list right at your fingertips. Just click on that Spotify icon on the top of aliciafree.com and it will take you right there. Let's do some dancing. Damn sexy dance move. The damn sexy dance move for this episode is inspired by the line in the song, I walked into the room dripping in gold. Dripping. Dripping. Your hands are like a stream of gold dripping from above your head onto your face, chest, belly, and parting at your hips. Raise your arms above your head with your fingertips up and your palms facing behind you. Your arms are nice and almost straight with soft elbows and your shoulders are low and relaxed. Tilt your face slightly up and close your eyes. You don't want to get gold in your eyes. That's a joke. So sweep your arms straight down into two lines so your palms almost brush your eyes and cheeks and then your chest. Palms still facing your body. Your hands rotate in so your fingertips are almost touching as you brush your belly and drip down your hips. Your hands rotate so your fingertips point to the ground and open up your eyes. Do it again, this time making it smoother. Arms up, palms slide down the front of your face, your chest. Rotate at the belly and hips and let that gold drip onto the floor. Keep the movement going, sweeping your arms up and dripping gold down the front of your body again. This time, add a belly roll or an undulation. Damn, you look good dripping in gold. Feel free to smooth your hair too. Instead of dripping gold down your face, drip it down your hair. I'll put a link to a video of this move in the show notes. And I keep adding helpful free dance videos on YouTube and Instagram and Facebook. Subscribe and the moves will keep coming. Now let's take a moment to dote on delicious whole food that makes us dancers glow. Featured Lighten My Body Food. I even have a delicious golden lighten my body food for you. White miso, which is actually more of a golden color than white, is so much fun to drip when you mix it with a little warm water. 
This is the secret ingredient in polenta from the Great Life Cookbook. White miso is fermented for a shorter time than brown miso. And so it has this sweetness. It's so lovely. It's also really good in lentils. When I make my miso soup, I mix white and brown miso together. Then I have the sweetness of the white miso as well as the healing properties of the brown miso. Here's a simple and delicious savory appetizer that we serve at our family parties. Cut a daikon radish into thin circles. Mix equal parts white miso and tahini. Add water if you need to, but this one's more of a spread than a drip, so you probably don't need to add any water. So just spread it on top of that daikon radish circle and plop a pitted kalamata olive half right on top of it. As a super easy salad dressing, just white miso and water is so delicious. You can add some umeboshi plum paste in there. Mix it up. Mmm. Let's play dress up. Make you shine costume tip. When mixing metals in a costume, showcase one metal color. Focus on one metal color and let the other metal colors glitter around it. I don't like to wear gold. I feel like I don't look good in it. I'm sure you have a metallic color that you don't think you look good in. I think it's hard for people to pull off copper. It looks really good when it actually does complement a skin tone. So gold is a tough one for me. But when I've had to wear a gold dance bra and belt because the rest of the people in my troupe were wearing it, I did it. But I also wanted to add some other metal colors in there that I felt good about. So I add silver. I like to wear gold when I'm dancing to the song Crave You because it talks about dripping in gold. I have my gold belt and gold bra and I add a silver belt on top of my gold belt and I wear jewelry that has different colors of metal showcased in it as well. It can have brass and silver combined with it. It can have gold and copper. I like to mix metals, but I don't like to overdo it. Coochie coins are often silver with brass accents. So we think of coochie coins as being from Afghanistan. Now, coochie is the Persian word for nomad. And the biggest concentration of this herding group is now in Afghanistan. So it makes sense that we think of these as Afghani coins. Coochie coins are a great demonstration of mixing metal in a very attractive way. The key is to focus on one of the metal colors and add the other ones in around it. It makes costuming easier to have a belt or a necklace or bracelets that mix the metals already so they can go with different metal focuses metal foci if you will in costuming if you have a costume tip to share please send it my way via facebook or an email through my site as will durant said we are what we repeatedly do so let us repeatedly do what the divinely lovely do feel good Look, goddess habit. We've all heard the golden rule, treat others how you want to be treated. It's funny how commonly known that is. A big part of looking like a goddess is helping others feel beautiful. We are reflections of each other. So the platinum rule is treat others how they want to be treated. This actually makes a lot more sense. We all have our own concept of beauty. And it does feel good to give a friend a gift that they want to have, not necessarily the gift you want them to have. Get it? There's a difference here. Our beauty routines go deep around here at a little lighter. And our habits say something about our values and who we are in the world. When we authentically default to making other people look good, we look good. The people around us like to look good, just like we do. People want to be around us if we make them feel good. I'm not talking about the comparison 
where somebody else makes you look bad or good, I'm talking about everybody elevating each other's beauty. When we default to making others look bad, we actually look bad too. If you have a feel-good-look goddess habit to share, please send it my way. Let's get real. Saint of Truth I have a confession to make. Even though I just talked about the platinum rule trumping the golden rule, I buy my mother silver when she prefers gold. It's absurd. Why would I buy my mother silver jewelry when she likes to wear gold? And she looks good in gold. You know, her skin tone's a little darker than mine. That's one demonstration of how I am not applying the platinum rule in my life. And second, I talked about saying great things about other people and enhancing the beauty of others around us. And I have said negative things about other dancers. It's ridiculous. I don't need to say those things. I don't need to talk about how I don't like something so-and-so did or the way they do this and that. It's crap. So I am committed to taking that out and focusing on what I really do like and expanding on what I really like to see in other dancers and what I see that makes them feel really good and buying gifts for other people that they want instead of buying gifts for people that I want them to have. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Please subscribe and let your friends know what you got out of this show. Dance with me on YouTube, listen to the music I've selected for you on Spotify, and try some free vegan recipes on AliciaFree.com. This is Alicia Free, hoping this show helped you feel a little lighter.